Welcome home. I'm so glad you decided to join us today for Church at Home, and I would love to extend a special welcome to anyone new to the family. Today we are going to be talking about how Jesus is our Prince of Peace. And if you have any questions, want to get involved, or let us know that you are here, just text HelloCore to 474747 and we will get in touch with you. And if this is helpful to you, please consider clicking the like and subscribe buttons and ring the bell for notifications. We are a church that seeks to transform lives with the resurrected power of Jesus. And there are a lot of great things happening, but we'll come back to them at the end. Right now, let's gather together for a time of praise and worship.
Welcome to our house for Church at Home. I'm Anna, a leader at Church at Home, and I'm excited to spend some time with you today in our warm living room. This is the fourth week of Advent, and we're getting close to Christmas. I'm not wrapped and ready yet, but I'm getting there. How are you doing on that front? My hope is that this next 30 minutes will provide you a small bit of hope and good news. Slow down and prepare your heart to receive it. Set down the things that beep, chirp, or buzz at you. I know they're getting loud this time of the year. Take a deep breath. Release the stress and craziness you've been holding in. Gather friends or family around you, or contact someone over the phone and watch with them. Let the words, music, and prayers encourage and strengthen your soul as we have church at home together. We begin with the words that Jesus said. He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and the most important commandment. The second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. In response, we say, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Now, a framework for Christians through the ages and cultures have been our creeds. They give us a framework for what we believe. Join me in reciting this creed that's known as the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Again, thank you for joining us, especially if this is your first time. Shoot us a text to 474747 with the word Hello Core to let us know you're here. When you do that, a form will come to you with a place for you to ask questions. If there are any words you don't understand, any questions about the ideas you hear, please write them and send them to us. We would love to find time to talk more deeply about what you hear. We're continuing our series on the names of Jesus that leads us to Christmas. We're going to listen to Pastor Dana talk about Jesus as our mighty God. Listen in with me. Well, Dana, welcome to our house. This is the first time you've done church at home. Yes, I've, I've not done here before. Yeah, well, so glad to have you. Um, if you don't know Dana, he's one of the priests on staff at Church of the Resurrection, which is the sponsor of Church at Home. And we're so glad to have him. Dana is a sweet, sweet spirit. How many years were you a priest in full-time ministry? Um, 30. 30 years, mainly in the Boston area, is that right? South of Boston, Diocese of Massachusetts. Wow, that's awesome. Are you liking our weather down here a little bit better? I, I can play golf year-round, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and, and I've noticed that. You play, um, is it every morning that you go out and play? Uh, five, five mornings a week. Five mornings a week. That's awesome. Well, where are we going to be going to today in the passage? Well, the, um, the two passages that are listed for today is one from the book of 2 Samuel about David's son mm. um, building the house of God. And the gospel passage is the visitation of the angel Gabriel yeah. to Mary 
um, where she unexpectedly, shockingly, receives the plan of God. Yeah. So those are the two passages, and I think I'm going to take it in, a, in an odd kind of a way. Okay. But um, because commonly, I think we focus in the gospel passage on that uh, mighty acceptance of Mary of the plan of God, knowing fully what the ramifications might mean for her life. And, and certainly that's an important theme that we find in that passage. Um, and in the passage from David, you know, I think we focus on, on the fact that it, it is relevant to David's son Solomon, who will indeed build the temple of God. But, uh, but at the same time, uh, historically points forward to um, Jesus, who will be in the line of David and will set up a kingdom that lasts forever. Right. And, uh, and that I've often preached on the fact that Scripture speaks to the moment, to the moment, and then the final, all the moments. Yeah. Um, and, and so those would be the places that I might normally go, but I'm not going there. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, well, take us on our journey. I hope I'm going to take up an approach that uh, will build trust a little mm -hmm. bit uh, more in the, the whole picture of God, not a specific picture. So I'm going to start with a small section from that reading from 2 Samuel when he, uh, he's, Nathan says to David as part of that prophecy, when your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, you shall, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for your name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Um, that word offspring in Hebrew is the same word that's, that's used for seed and for my purposes, I'm, I'm going to use seed most of the time. Um, and I'm a person that when I look at scripture, I look at scripture in terms of the covenant relationships with God. Mm -hmm. And the Old Testament really means Old Covenant. New Testament means New Covenant. And, they, and so there's this sense that when I look at scripture, it's, it's a story of those two covenant relationships of human beings with God. And, um, and when we use the word seed, and when we say David's seed, you know, it is typical that uh, when we speak of the seed of a human being, that it be a male. Um, and that David's seed means that the covenant that God had with David is, is going to pass on through his seed, which is his offspring, his generation after generation after generation after generation. Um, and we see that a number of times where we can talk about um, the seed of somebody, like Abraham. Um, and the covenant with Abraham, which was passed down through the generations, even, even to David, that uh, when he made that covenant with God, God wasn't, was saying that his covenant would apply to his children and his children's children for generations, and that he would be the father of all the nations, 
that, that the whole nations would be blessed through that covenant that God made um, with Abram um, and therefore to his seed for ever and ever. Um, we, sim we, we see that in the nature of blood covenant that a, a covenant is formed with a covenant head and that, and that if you form a covenant with a covenant head, it applies not just to that person but to all of the members of the family and all of the generations that follow. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it becomes kind of a mystery that uh, when you start to look at the, the full spectrum of those covenants, because we find um, in Genesis a place where it points to a seed. After the fall, um, God confronts the snake and Eve and Adam, mm -hmm. and uh, in that confrontation with Eve, uh, he says, you know, with the snake, he says that the seed of the woman shall crush your head and you shall bruise his heel. And I, I say that's interesting because it, it, it doesn't fit. You know, yeah. you talk about male seed, you don't right. talk about the seed of a woman. And, uh, and yet, here we have right from the beginning in the book of Genesis, the reference to a seed of a woman that we know will become Jesus, born of God through Mary. Um, it's interesting that in Mel Gibson's movie, The Passion of Christ, yeah, yeah. when he's in the garden praying, that he stomps on the head of a snake. Absolutely. Um, I love that and, scene. And that Mel Gibson clearly has that passage in Genesis um, being lived out as Jesus becomes the, from, comes from the seed of the Spirit and Mary and becomes the one who's going to be bruised by the evil one and who is going to be ultimately crushed yeah. by uh, the one he wounds. So, and I, and I picked this train of thought because I, I think sometimes we can wander. You know, we're in a, pl a place right now, we could all speak about the wandering of, of our own lives, but the wandering of society and not knowing what's going on from one minute to the next with um, whether it be the, the economy or, or the political system or um, hiding from a disease that's deadly or life personal uh, trials and tribulations that are just present in all of our lives all of the time. But uh, that we can lose sight of the fact that God's got it. Yeah. yeah. That it, it's in control. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
from Genesis right through to Revelation, we don't have to worry. God's plan, God's purpose is sure, it's secure. He handles it. The world will do what the world does, but in the end, God's promise will be fulfilled. That's right, yeah. And we can trust. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but, uh, but there are times when I need to be reminded, and, and I think probably all of us needed to be reminded that God is trustworthy and that uh, we can depend on him. Absolutely. So from, from a snake in the garden to a covenant with Abraham to a, a reminder as they pleaded for God to save them, said, remember your covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when they were slaves in Egypt to being rescued and down through the ages through David the king and finally to the seed of Mary Jesus the one who had set up a covenant that is permanent and forever it pours out grace upon our lives day in and day out and that reminds us again and again if we look that he's got it that God's got it I don't need to worry and be filled with anxiety and fear and trembling because I'm in his hands and everything is in his hands. Amen. 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 Thank you, Dana, for reminding us that Jesus is our mighty God. He came as a tender baby, but will come again a second time as our mighty God and King. If this has touched your heart and you have questions about this mighty God, use the feedback form to reach out and we will contact you to talk further. As Christians, we have a God who hears and forgives. We like to take time in our service to examine our hearts and confess to Him. I wonder, are there times when your heart has been restless this week? Times when you haven't gone to God but to other people, things or substances to meet your needs? Times you haven't trusted God's mighty power to meet your needs? Take a few moments of quiet to reflect on this week and to confess those things to God. Together, let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Almighty God, creator of all, you marvelously made us in your image, but we have corrupted ourselves and damaged your likeness by rejecting your love and hurting our neighbors. We have done wrong and neglected to do right. We are sincerely sorry and heartily repent of our sins. Cleanse us and forgive us by the sacrifice of your Son. Remake us and lead us by your Spirit, the Comforter. We ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose steadfast love is as great as the heavens are high above the earth, remove our sins from us. As far as the east is from the west, strengthen our life in his kingdom and keep you upright to the last day. Through Jesus Christ, our merciful high priest. Amen. I want you to know that God loves you and meets you no matter how far away you feel today. And he does that with words of welcome. Listen to these welcoming words of Jesus to all who turn to him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. These words remind us of the truth that Jesus is our mighty God. He runs after us in his love to rescue and care for us. As a result of his care, we can then care for each other. I say the peace of the Lord be always with you. And you say, and also with you. As we say this word peace, we realize the world is greatly lacking in peace right now. We hear of bad news everywhere. Our hearts are heavy until we remember that we have a mighty God. We can turn to him with all our needs and wants, and he both hears and answers our prayers. Join me in praying to this God. Father, we pray that you will lead the nations of the world in the ways of peace. Guide their leaders in wisdom and truth for the safety and good of all. We do pray for the leaders of the world as we go into Christmas, Lord, that there would be peace, that there would be wisdom as we're facing the increase of COVID numbers, as we're facing unrest around the world, Lord, we pray for peace, supernatural peace that only can come from a mighty God like you. Together, Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Pour out on your whole church the spirit of unity and truth. May all who confess your holy name agree in the truth of your word, live in loving unity, and serve you with holy and righteous lives. God, we do pray for the churches around the world as they prepare to celebrate Christmas in a new way, in a different way. May your spirit of Christmas be um, in those churches as they spread out to their people throughout the world. Together, Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Lord, comfort and sustain everyone who in this fleeting life is in sorrow, need, sickness, or any other distress. Add your prayers for those that you love, those that you know that are suffering today. Together, Father, hear our prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And then we pray together as our Savior Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May the Holy Trinity make us strong in faith and love, defend us on every side, and guide us in truth and peace. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among us and remain with us always. Amen. Righteousness 
humbled himself and carried the cross. Love so amazing. Love so amazing. Jesus Messiah. Above all names, blessed Redeemer, Emmanuel, the rescue for sinners, the ransom from hell. Lord of all, His body the bread, His blood the wine, broken and poured out all for love. The whole earth trembled at the bells so amazing, love so amazing, yeah, Jesus Messiah, name above all names, blessed Lord of all
Thank you so much for joining us today. I mentioned earlier that we are a community that seeks to transform lives with the resurrected power of Jesus Christ. And as we close, I would like to share a few ways to connect into our family. If you are interested in connecting with us in any of these ways or learning more, please text HelloCore to 474747 and we will connect with you. Our core groups are continuing to grow and reach many different people in different ways. These groups really try to dive deep together and we would love to find the right group for you. Also, we have four services on Christmas Eve, one at 4, 6, 8, and 10 p.m. and a 10 o'clock service on Christmas Day. And I would love to invite you to come to one of these services this Christmas season. Thank you so much for taking this time to join us and we look forward to seeing you again next week.